Finally. Finally. Racism has been eliminated. Finally, we're here, guys. Yeah, we're, our generation um, okay. finally Racism was wrong. Uh, Racism was wrong. Our, our generation finally won our World War II. Ra- racism is being conned out of power. Mm-hmm. Do you guys see that giant super... By the super rats. <laughs> are you talking about that super spreader event that happened on the weekend? What are you talking about? The uh, all, all these people just ignoring... They're, we are in a pandemic. Excuse and we have me? all these people ignoring the pandemic to party in the streets. Um, go on, go on. Keep talking. I, that's all I have. <laughs> Keep talking while Arif gently caresses the thing right mm, in front of yeah, I have to try to find whether yeah, the volume right. is uh, turned on or not. Just push yes, it. one. Yeah, touch it. So push it always good when the volume is turned on. Push it, touch it, push it. Push it. The volume button is on the side. I'm looking right Can you bring headphones? No, I forgot. I forgot my earphones. It's okay. It's okay. I think it's going. So, if this is the worst sounding podcast we've ever done, you can blame Arif Hussein's... Do not, uh, do not blame me. Why don't you get always a pair of headphones that stay with the recorder? Always right? like John Ford to you throw probably, you probably go a person home. of color under the bus. Always doing this. Hey, the famous at least he's not in the back of the bus. Under the bus. Oh, come on. I'm the one driving the bus. <laughs> and the bus conductor. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the people. I'm like the Mr. Smith, but only Indian people. Three years ago, he helped build the bus. That's right. <laughs> we didn't build the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it was always building. All right. Arif, were you in the Vanga bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, well, they were, were definitely coming. the part coming. that was coming? Okay. Well, yeah. Beat me to it. The Six Flags guy who definitely raped everyone on that bus. What are you talking about? Those old commercials of the old man with the giant glasses. You know those old man commercials where he raped all those people? <laughs> what are you, what? Do you guys? You guys don't know about the fucking I don't remember Six the Flags commercial. commercial. I know. No. I've never heard about the rape part. Well, the, 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 the old man with the suit and he just looked weird. I just assumed all right i filled in the blanks yeah oh yeah old old white man probably (laughs) yeah or was he yeah Yeah, he he was was an old white man he was it might have been white face i don't know that was unclear well then definitely a rapist yeah that's all you need yeah that's all old white men are yeah you know they use the sun's reflection back (laughs) to stun their victims (laughs) while they're trying to get their i can't see Oh, my underwear is off immediately. You just pull up our shirts and the sun beams off our six packs into the unsuspecting ladies' eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a Wolverine's adamantium claws. Do you know what I mean? Like it just glistens in the moonlight. By the time they, by the time they know what happened, we're already enjoying a celebratory martini. Our white skin is impervious to uh, any problems in your life whatsoever. <laughs> I had a better word for that. Yeah, you completely <laughs> forgot it before I said it. Is that, that's your X-Men power? That's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> All I was going to say, it was... Just life is going I, now well. Now I forget the beginning of the sentence. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I shouldn't have smoked weed right before you guys. Oh, started. you do smoke at the Chiba. I've got to get the creative juices flowing so no, dude, that I how... don't pay attention to the things coming out of my How dare you take culture from another sect like that? Like, smoking weed isn't yours. That doesn't belong to you. Who did do the started of the smoking weed? I thought, is that, is that all? I, I was looking to John to answer Uh, that question, actually. I think it was. I think it's Chinese, right? Snoop Doggy Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Snoop Doggy Dog. 
Dougie Dog invented weed. Yeah. I think that because I used to live with a guy who was from Bhutan who told me that they were. I think it grows pretty much anywhere, so I'm not sure where it started though. He would tell me things about maybe he was bullshitting me, but this guy was chronic. This dude, he uh, he said that in Bhutan they would just walk like at the age of twelve. He lived in it sounded like as though he lived in the foothills of the Himalayas. Like, it sounded like real sound of music shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he would say things like, you know, we would just go outside and, you know, at 11 or 12, they would uh, th- they would just be growing out in the fields wild and we would just go out and smoke it and we wouldn't have a problem with it. It's it's done even in, like, there was a, in, in Hinduism, they would put, they put, uh, it's called bhang. What they do is that it's, uh, it's essentially an edible. They put it in milk, and it's part of a dessert. Yeah, it's like a milkshake, but it's weed. I'm, I'm, I, it's like a, it's like, dude, it's like a fucking milkshake, but fucking weed. Those are man. two things that I'm very interested in. All <laughs> yeah. the time. Guys, did you ever hear Cheech and Chong? She Cheech and Ching and Chong. Come on. Cheech and Chong. Oh, it's sorry. not racist. <laughs> All right. Okay. David, David's not a well, human. Cheech and Chong on its own, I guess, sounds pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. But it's their names. Yeah, but so I turned okay. it really. Are you uh, going to smoke that weed? Yeah. You turned him Japanese, but he's like a Japanese samurai lord. Who is... <laughs> well, I think it was a thing. They must have had it in Vietnam. I think that's a thing that people were like there was weed all over the place and the, soldier, the American soldiers were smoking it. Is that right. a thing? Is that a thing? It was more of a heroin problem in Vietnam, wasn't it? Like, weed was rampant in it's Vietnam. It's opium, too, I but... thought, in Vietnam. Yeah, okay. yeah, something like that. I don't know. I, I, I probably I just watched some... In Afghanistan. I probably Afghanistan just was... watched some movie that didn't want to get an R rating, so they changed heroin to weed. A Vietnam <laughs> movie that tried to avoid an R rating? Yeah, it's fun for the whole family. <laughs> Vietnam Adventures, part three. Good morning, yeah. Vietnam, too. Yeah, yeah. The Afghani's. That's we used. To, we used to get our weed in Dubai. Well, it was mostly hash in Dubai. They we used to get it from the Afghani cab drivers. Who used to bring it over. And this is like little Amistad. Oh, I didn't think. I didn't take it seriously when they used to tell us that when we buy weed, we're funding terrorism in the Middle East. <laughs> well, they they, 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 yeah, they had to all these opium fields and stuff like that. When the when the U.S. military went in, they burned down. Like, uh, the, one of their main sources of income for all of the village people. No, I, I know. As soon as it came out of my head, as soon as it, the word village people came out of my mouth, I knew that's going to be a and fruit, and we're above it. Okay, uh, was like people in. Thanks the for room. stopping me, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I knew the Brian was turning. getting up to do the dance and everything. <laughs> He already had the arms up, and he was relieved that he didn't need to lift them the whole way. He was way. forming a Y, and then John holds my hand. <laughs> no. You're just like a wild no. beast. Like you're, 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 you're a wild better horse. Than this. You're better than... He's the retard whisperer. He just... <laughs> I don't deal with people. Just retards. Yeah. By the way, I think... And I... Brian threw down his arms, like, after those guys do the deadlift, and they just throw it. <laughs> Um, just let me do macho man no that but they like in the early in the uh in the post i don't know if you when did you come here uh, 2001 
Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it was May. It was May. Um, it was way before. Do you, do you remember, like, in the years after that, that part of, like, the just say no of the early 2000s was, like, when you buy weed, you're supporting, like, terrorism? I don't like, they used that, no. that was the propaganda they used to put out. The idea was that, you know, the... Al-Qaeda was sending their weed to university students in New Brunswick. <laughs> oh, really? And when we were buying it, somewhere down the chain went back to, like, Afghanistan or something. That was the bullshit that they used to put out. And even then, I'm like, what? I don't, well, I, I don't think any of the, quote, Afghani weed that I've ever bought came from Afghanistan. Well, even, uh, even Al-Qaeda needs petty cash, John. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> They they need to fund a birthday party in the office every once in a while. Like, like it just didn't make sense. Why would you import weed from across the planet when you can just grow it here? Like maybe it's better. I don't know. I don't like I. I don't know. For, for I think it was for, hash, right? Like a hash is a little different. Uh, yeah, it takes but, a little bit yeah, more involved. That makes a little bit more sense. But the the messaging was like the whole enterprise, like oh, this shitty outdoor that probably came from the woods in Sussex. No, that's funding terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a sense, different kind of more patriotic terrorism. I don't know. <laughs> they probably go to Walmart without their masks, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. they're already... The that's biological terrorism. The highest crime that you can possibly commit is is that going to a Walmart without a... Or the, the biggest crime, I think, well, the, is not putting the, your... The people that had the swastikas on their face at Walmart, that was a little bit more egregious. That's I a little think. bit. I'd say what that's a little bit. What if someone, Maybe they were celebrating Diwali, you know what I mean? What if someone showed up to a Walmart with a mask on, but it had swastikas all over hmm. it? Like, what... Yeah, that's really... Hmm. That's okay? That's a conundrum. It's yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> a, a morally gray area. It's like, oh, mm. one cancels the other out. Yes. <laughs> like, um, it just says hate Jews on it. <laughs> I want to assume that that's hate happening Spellbro. somewhere, but I feel like even if it was happening one time in one place, that would be like all over the internet. We would have saw it for sure. as Someone wearing a swastika of, in the... Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, wow. we are aware of every instance of a public swastika. I don't think that the, 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 uh, the Venn diagram of people who wear swastikas and and masks is uh, has very many intersections. I don't think the intersection of the two two is very large. I, I'm just taking a guess. But well, I, I well, do you think in defiance, it. like they're, they would cut like a hole in uh, clanhood? Their their <laughs> philosophies aren't necessarily going to be coherent. Like the the people with the swastika masks that was like on the internet with like the little face scarfs, they were yelling about how the mask policy was like. Nazi stuff. Yeah. Oh, so it's performance it, it, art. It was. They were wearing swastikas on their face to protest what they thought was Nazi authoritarianism. Yes, the hunter <laughs> has become the hunted. Is what. The... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you're at home trying to figure out how to be a good anti-racist, putting a swastika on your face <laughs> is not step. Is not the good they're, step one. They're just playing social justice predator at that point. Hiding in the trees. <laughs> Want some candy? Yeah. I, uh, I suspect that I've, uh, like, I, I, I think I've, you ever realize how, uh, whether or not being just an edgelord in your comedy life is sort of bleeding unfairly 
into your real life? Uh, we've I had this st- conversation I still before. I don't talk to many normal people through. I most I spend most of my day alone in my office doing work with uh, Edge Lordy podcast going on in the background. Like uh, the reason I say this is like I uh, <laughs> I uh, so. I was you out with my dog. her up to a stranger's face. That's right. The street. I like to think that outside of John's office, and he doesn't know it yet, but there's just like a white piece of paper with a giant red R posted. <laughs> <laughs> they just know not to go in. Don't don't bother him when he's eating or sleeping. Or That's right. Just let him be. Strains or, yeah. <laughs> Play with the strains. John in the office. <laughs> the hat, and he's got... <laughs> Choo-choo. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like a guy from The Sopranos. What's his name? He's oh. just... He's got Rogan on. Steer clear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's the worst possible episode. <laughs> the one with Alex Jones on it. The mo- Just the crazy thing about Rogan is like, whatever you want to think about him, like as a whatever dumb meathead guy, the guy, you know, he reads, honestly, the guy talks about, like he reads more than, like he reads about, talks about books more than any of these like, sort of lefty podcaster people yeah, you know like people on sometimes so just because he wants to know about something and instead of reading a book he'll just bring in the guy that wrote the book and ask no he sometimes he reads the book and yeah. he brings the author in and talks no, to but him, that's just as like... important too even it's impressive that he's also reading the books on top of it but even just all of the conversations he has so but just even at a normal yeah. level as a just a normal person wouldn't you want to applaud the fact that it's just a normal guy who's just curious and reading things yeah. and he's just able to do this so it's just a very odd mentality for you to say Oh, he's a dumb guy. He's just a fucking idiot. That's he's just an easy deflect. That's all it is. He's washed up. Yeah, he's a washed up. He, like, he's bald. He's muscular. Not. He's got tattoos. It's an easy deflect for someone who isn't going to look below the surface or ever watch it. Like if someone's curious about watching it and you don't want them to watch it, oh, that's just some dumb asshole. And then yeah. they'll show like a clip maybe of an episode with Johnny Bravo on it or something. But... Yeah, but like the people who hate him, like they, sometimes like, they take it's an unusual pride in being ignorant about things. I think like, ign- they yeah. the the headlines that other people write about him more than like most of the ones that are mad probably haven't seen it. Yeah, in a long time, and maybe like I'm sure there's been a progression. I've never been like a huge I listen. I watch the occasional one if it's a person that I'm interested in. I'm not really like a regular listener, but. Over the years, I'm sure it has changed, and maybe like when he first started, maybe it was more what they say, what they think he is now. I don't know if it ever was. Well, they have this thing about like being him, being intelligent, and not the fact that the more interesting thing is that he's curious. Yeah, he's a dumb guy, but he's a he's a dumb guy who knows he's dumb and he's curious about. Yeah, the and world. I think that's Wouldn't part that of the, appe- the curiosity. I think is a big part of his appeal. Like, what else? Do you watch where you get a sense that the person is curious? It's very yeah. It's not that's you why, don't get that's that. That's why more people yeah. watch his show than the news. Yeah, because like none of these people on either side of an interview on CNN or any of the other stations, like neither of them are curious about the other ones. One hundred percent. They're either just looking for them to slip up and say something they can pounce on or just circle jerk each other. Like nobody's, nobody's curious. He's not falling in line. That's why they don't like him because he's not fitting within the box of what they want from it. And it's easy to pass him off and be ignorant about it. Or if you do are more knowledgeable about it, 
Uh, make sure somebody doesn't look further in the surface by saying he's a dumb guy, because if you don't spend any time watching his podcast, I could see taking a look at a screenshot of an image of Joe Rogan and being like, yeah, yeah. that guy's retired. Now, I've got the Nightmare on Elm Street wallpaper on my computer there. It just reminds me. This is... Well, that's, they're, uh, they're just pretending like it's the end of Nightmare on Elm Street when Nancy turns her back on Freddy Krueger and says, I'm not afraid of you anymore. And he loses all of his power. That's John exercising his hall pass when he was so, in an open relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you have to describe it. We're, we're looking at the it's visual like, joke. It's the scene where Nancy's sleeping and uh, Freddy Krueger's like peeking, like pushing in the wall to get at her. <laughs> and also, John used to be in an open relationship, yeah, so there's I a lot of moving fucked parts. It up. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, but I I I think they think if you just completely that's our dis- image discredit too. him and act like. This is just some washed up edge lord that like he just goes away, but I, I, I don't think it's just it's a it's a tactic that just doesn't work and has not been working for a really long time and they still won't let it go. It's a very strange thing. Like every this time, this is the same. Every what's the definition of insanity, comes... John? Yeah, uh, being a cuckoo. John Ford. Being a cuckoo. <laughs> being a cuckoo crazy man. Being a crazy retarded boy. Um, Being told that you're taking too many antidepressants. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The definition of insanity is how they're trying to steal this election from Trump. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, I I got an idea for a movie pitch over Mm. all of this. What do you got? Uh, I, uh, I don't know who owns the rights to this franchise, but I was thinking... Like, uh, the idea of the movie, there's a bomb hidden somewhere in L.A., and only Donald Trump knows where it is. So Kamala... Where it is, I, I, I figured out how to fix it. Yeah, like, like he, he glued, like... I've uh, done it so many times, it's... it's he glued crazy. a piece of dynamite to, like, his car stereo or something. Yeah, and John, uh, John McClane's gonna drag him around the city in handcuffs. Oh, and uh, just keeps getting clues. Kamala out. Harris captures him... And in order to find out where the bomb is, because she needs to get in with his crew, she used state-of-the-art face-off technology to take his face and get in with uh, all the people that are involved there. But Donald Trump wakes up, and he takes her face. <laughs> and, and, he, and right now, no one knows... It, no I'm one, a proud woman of color, that's all I am. Or, I am well, right now, no one knows that it's not Kamala and not actually Donald Trump and Donald Trump's body. Mm. So he has... Uh, so Brian, it's Kamala. He Please, says. you so, fucking... So Kamala has Let Donald... Speak. Excuse me. So Kamala has Donald Trump sent to the prison with the magnet boots. <laughs> <laughs> I call it uh, blackface love. <laughs> Just Kamala Harris, like, walking into Hunter Biden's room. Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm very close to resigning from this podcast. <laughs> uh, unbelievable, if it, if it may. Because I don't, I, as, this, this is a sacred room of filth and I'm going to go do material. a podcast on Parlay instead. Yeah. So I went to, like, I was... I, I left the house one day with my daughter and uh, found out just in the middle of it that uh, the the under, my, my underwear strap had completely torn off. And basically, 
wait, what do you mean? The whole the elastic separated from yeah. the rest of it? Yes, the elastic sort of. I was just wearing an elastic band. Is this, is this your a... version of shitting in an alleyway like that episode of Louis? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, for some reason. RF's white trash garter belt. He's just trying to fit in. He snaps and then slides down his leg. And I'd never done this before, so I just. I had Those to. There must be some old ass underwear. This was, it was really old. Are you, are you okay till Christmas? So this is what I did. I said, this is an emergency, and I didn't want to do this. So I said, all right, I have to take my... I would, didn't want to do this, but I was like, I have to go to Mark's warehouse and buy underwear. No, I didn't want to do this with my daughter. I was like, I was like just... And you're going to take them into the change room and just put them on? Are no, you, I was going to... Are you underwear the same place you buy your steel toe boots? What do you mean? They have good wear underwear. What are you talking briefs. about? Steel toe briefs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And so I tell my daughter to go, Orange you know, ones. go look at some other jackets or whatever. I've got to go pick up something. And of course, she doesn't listen to me because she's my daughter. And then she just comes up to me and she finds me in the underwear section. And she's like, hey, dad. I was like, hey. And she's like, he's like, hey, come over here. I was like, what are you saying? And she says, hey, dad, do you want to look at the gayest underwear you can ever wear? <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? Shut up. And you, he's just you like, need to, you need to cancel your daughter. She's like, I'm kind of proud like, of her. He's like, he's like, you can't just scream that out loud. And then I took a look at it. It was just purple briefs. I was like, that's pretty gay. <laughs> and then you immediately bought them. Yeah. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you hide them behind your bed. <laughs> that's right. Like, it was a thong. Can you, can you, can we you actually went into La Senza, and that's where I. <laughs> you just, see, just I want to try these on and. Well, it's not for... at the uh, at the person. They have to let you. It's not for me. It's a gift. It's for my boyfriend. My boy. It's my. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my boyfriend, not me. I, I just buy it. He's way gayer than I am. I mean, I love. Actually, I love gay underwear. <laughs> it's just it's just buying it as a joke. Do you think these would feel nice on my balls? I think they did look. I'm sure the cashier was going to laugh very hard at that. I'm sure, you know what, I, I think if I was a little bit more comfortable in my masculinity and my tiny penis, then I would, I'm sure, It's fucking purple like underwear. Like, yeah. I'm... I think, it, they, I think there's a kind of guy that can pull it off, like an Italian sort of, you know... Who's going to see it? Like, you're... The beautiful sort I, of I, I bought a, I bought penis. a pair of tight purple uh, boxer briefs for my uh, bit where... I used to take off my clothes on stage. Yeah, I remember that was horrendous looking. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, a, that was a that was a good bit. I got, yeah, that was a phase that I think we all went through sort of different phases of sort some of hack longer than others. Yeah, like Brian went through his taking off shirt phase. You went th- through your taking off the pants, and then I did the you know long uh, terrorist. I'm a terrorist. Ha ha ha. Material. Yeah, I think we should t- go back used to, to all do all that. All I time. never do that anymore. I think, I think it's we a should good just thing I've completely given up that I, I really shit. I, I think we should just do a little for the reinvention that has happened over the years. I, what do you mean? I'm being sarcastic. Oh, I have. Been, <laughs> I, I think we should take those hack. three those three concepts, put them under red solo cups, mix them around, and <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you, well, you, know, you go up and be like. Hey boys, I'm you know I'm from India, but I grew up in the Middle East. <laughs> Tag support, am I right? <laughs> I was fucking a goat the other day. That is, and... J- Brian. That is an amazing idea for a comedy. We should or do did, that. Did you guys? Did you guys see the the guy that I think he was a Republican? He recently got caught. Like, what was that? I didn't understand that story. Well, 
it, there is like a very uh, like white middle aged man responded to something and re- kept referred to himself as a gay black man. Okay. And 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 so what? Well, obviously, what happened was this guy has like a fake account who they event and he just forgot to switch, so he tweeted it out as himself. But they figured out who this guy's fake account was and just found a collection of tweets that this guy would just reply to himself pretending to be a gay black Trump supporter. (laughs) So, like, this guy, as a politician, would tweet out something, like some whatever, pandering to his people to get He's non-binary, man. What's the big deal? And And then he would switch accounts and reply, as a gay black man, what you're saying is, like, really speaking to me, and I think Trump is the bastard. Like a bunch of that, so that I, that was pretty funny. Well, well, you're not taking into account, John. It is in his body and his mind. He believes that he was actually a gay black man born in a Republican's body. Could be. And, he switches back and forth, though. I don't know. He's. I don't know how. I don't know if. Do, are the are the trans allowed to pull the old switcheroo on a daily basis? I don't think that's how it works. The old switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like is... they just go to a closet and they either grab a penis or a vagina, whatever they feel. Yeah, like you mean the, they go to the, it's like a Superman booth that <laughs> they just go. We need to start the GoFundMe as a podcast. We need to raise all kinds of money. Buy Clinic 554. <laughs> reinstate doctor services for all the trans people in the province that need it. But we're going to change the name to the old switcheroo. <laughs> That's what's going to be. The old the... switcheroo. And it's like a tavern. You know, like they have yeah. swinging saloons. We will still offer valuable services that people in the community need. Yeah. But our only caveat is that it has a silly sign. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come in on a horse and you have to, That's... <laughs> you have to hit your horse. <laughs> that might yeah. be the way to heal the divide in our society. We yeah. need to have an abortion clinic within edgelordy name yeah, that's right yes exactly the, the back of the clinic where, the, abortions. where all the medical procedures take place standard actual clinic equipment and, and the front get, room yeah. it's, it's a saloon there's a guy behind the counter wiping glasses don't get there's me wrong there's a fist fight Every, going on at a poker table everybody that there's walks, a guy playing a piano <laughs> everyone who walks through the doors of the ye old switcheroo is going to be treated with the dignity and respect that they deserve yeah. and we will offer high quality services at uh, bargain basement prices. That's right. Make the right choice. So, someone walks up to uh, so, walks up to the saloon keeper and he's like, "I need a I need a beer. I need a shave. I need a bath. And I need an abortion. I, I think this will pay for." Bing! I need a transition. Uh, can I get a number two around the sides, a three on the top, and chop off my testicles? Um, excuse me, partner. I don't remember you. Spelling out your pronouns or nothing. What what in the hell pronouns do you have, <laughs> Pilgrim? <laughs> what in the hell are your pronouns? A woke Western. <laughs> yes. <laughs> before uh, well, shoot. Sheriff. <laughs> before I go and came to town, and he done never he 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 done the horriblest thing. What do he do? What do he do, Timmy? He didn't. I, I can't. I can't even say it. What did he do? Tell me! He didn't tell me what his pronouns <laughs> were. 
Now listen here, Blackbird, before I shoot you dead. Martha, cover your kid's ear. I need to know exactly what I can refer to you as. Oh, Sheriff. Oh, Sheriff. I did see the Smith gang roll through town when they was reading a Harry Potter book. (laughs) I believe if I recall recall correctly, it was that done book, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Lord in heaven. Lord in heaven. I never heard nothing so horrible. He came in and she said things like, I love J.K. Rowling. Oh, the horror. Carnation. I was going to jump in with a Hannah Gadsby impression talking about y'all is the best. Uh, and now we're going into quickly down under. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have the the balls to swing. Oh, you should swing one. right. You go swing for it. Let's, let's hear it. Let's... No, now it's too late. I don't remember the well, now it's built of up, and he's going to fuck it up guaranteed. So. <laughs> that, then we don't laugh at him. And then yeah, I wasn't going to laugh at him anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't have the bravery. <laughs> John, you, I don't normally say this to you, and I'll probably never say it again. But believe you in yourself. Gay. Oh, oh, I say that to him all the time. <laughs> no, there's too much pressure now. Yeah. Um. Well, you never could have done it. So that's. I didn't believe in you. So I watched uh, that. Br- uh, Brian. Uh, you watched Brian take a shower. I watched Brian. <laughs> No, no, I never. That never happened. That never right. happened. Brian once doesn't or twice. shower. He got a, he got a, he got a, the old sponge at the end of a stick. That's right. Yeah, but we, we gotta we get, get to... those folds. Arif disguised himself as the sponge. <laughs> I just put my face on his fat belly. Yeah, we don't. Brian doesn't shower. We just take him into a car wash and just walk him through uh, it. Arif, you, hoist... you just use the uh, the, the, squeegee. the squeegees at the gas station. Arif just hoists me up on a pulley out in my driveway every once in a while and just takes the hose to me. <laughs> That's right. You got to keep me moist or else I'll die. Um. So I watched that HBO show that John that Brian was talking oh, the about. Oh, The Vow. And I watched the first three episodes. And do you watch this? It's no. about the people who were in Nexium. <laughs> I don't and know what that is. I've seen it's a, it. It's like on... a, it was called a sex cult or something like it that. Was a, oh, uh, it was a one was like self-help uh, group. Like though. Alex Mack or like some, Ali like, Mack. That's yeah. right. Some yeah. teen star was in. Yeah, Ali yeah. Mack. A whole bunch of like Smallville's Canadian... Ali Mack. Yeah. And my first thought was, you know, obviously you're watching it for the first three episodes and. You just, all of their presentations, it's they just look like marketing presentations about optimization. Well, they even mentioned workforce. in the first episode because they talked to that one girl that's trying to, like, get trying to shut it down, and she's like, the first one I went into, I was sold on this great thing. It was like, a, like a ballroom in a hotel, not even a particularly nice one, and like a old tube TV, and it's just this. Nancy Saltzman up there like, hi, I bet you're wondering how you can be successful as an executive. Yeah, they're in the 2000s and they're using like videotapes to, to recruit people. Yeah, and she's like, what the fuck is this? And, and what your my first thought is like, I can see through this like uh, in so many years later that you're like, how are you falling for all of this bullshit, right? And you realize all of these people, they're not dumb. They're all like, you know, some of them are... Ho- one of the things that I think that pops out at me is that they're all, they're all, uh, they're all successful. Showbiz. In some way, they're yeah. all showbiz people. They're all showbizy kind of people, which it's makes a- you think that the showbiz itself is, is if you if at some level showbiz is your end, the the goal in your life, 
literally it is nothing it just turns you into a whack job yeah you, th- that's why they joined it they like they had this emptiness in their lives they've already achieved everything they thought yeah, they well, wanted to be successful in that world you need to have some sort of delusion that like you need to fake it until you make it like really like you start out and you have to be at the abs from the absolute bottom the only way to go up is to just be confident and act like you're talented and like believe it but i just think that sometimes like i think like from so from you know the view that i have of it watching this documentary every time you watch a thing about a cult and you watch that kind of you know dumb videos you think oh look at all these dumb stupid people how the hell could they fall for all of this bullshit right and there's a point in the documentary where it's crazy where she this guy is starting basically a cabal of women for him to have sex with and it's he makes the women think that they have initially they have started it themselves so <laughs> and it happens after the 2016 election after 2016 i was so mad about <laughs> trump that i decided to brand this dork's fucking initials on my, on my pussy. pussy it's crazy man they yeah. all he managed to convince all of these people that the best it, way and it's like if john started the cult too like <laughs> yes, like, it's just this fucking I'm uh, listening. The, dor- <laughs> the dorkiest fucking guy. Like, he's always got a ponytail. He makes them watch him play volleyball till 7 a.m. And he makes them all, like, live in upstate I'm New York. I'm your go-to comparison for the dorkiest guy. <laughs> Is this, that my brand? Am for I this, the dork? For this podcast, for you, John, you brought uh, an actual hood to D&D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see where you're going with this. <laughs> he, he strolls into ENSD's basement, yeah. sits down quietly, looks around the room, and then opens his little purple sack, yeah. and then puts a hood on, because he's a thief. Respect. I was not a Respect. thief. I was a druid. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, in the early goings of the game, there was talks of doing it in full character, and even web streaming whole thing you're the type of person that would have an entire week dedicated to your birthday where you got all these people down to watch you play volleyball but you think that yeah my birthday is coming up next month oh that's right yes it's time for volleyball it's time for vanguard week yeah and there's a at the towards the end of it or at least the, the third episode i was thinking look at how these dumb these people are i mean how could they not see through it and i was like i would totally see through it and i just had a flashback of a memory of me as a kid eating paper and actually i was 30 at the time I was, that was last year i was 32 i would just sit at my desk <laughs> sit at my desk just, just on pieces of paper from my you're, own you're notebook. just cursing out the guy in front of you watching twitch just a fucking asshole ripping a piece of paper off and putting it in your mouth there was a time <laughs> was it there was a time when i chewed the top of my remote <laughs> Executive success program. <laughs> I didn't really think your people were animals, but now I'm starting to reconsider. I don't know whether it was a racial thing. I'll take full <laughs> <racial thing>. <laughs> <laughs> That's India's favorite pastime. Yeah. Under remote, right? Like lots of people chew on pens. 
Yeah, no, I did the pens remote. Yeah, my dad he went full Homer what's, Simpson what's and Bart Simpson on me when he came back and found the remote. Like, it's a guy, you're fucking. What is <laughs> the in between between a pen and a remote? There's got to be something. Well, paper and chalk. chalk. Chalk too. Yeah, just tearing it up, swallowing the paper and chalk. Okay, bro. Okay, John. No, okay, I'm already know. feeling you are. are, are I've already confessed to you. You never, you never see a therapist fucking shaming you. I want to understand you. so that I can empathize with you even more. That's how yeah. he leaves his for a good time messages in the public <laughs> bathroom. So that's a yes on the swallowing. I mm-hmm. chalk, oh yeah, it was swallowing. Yeah, definitely. Just chalk butting his fucking phone number to truck stop bathroom. Oh my but god. I, I remember, like, it, it took one week of Bible camp for me to be full in on Jesus. I can see it. Yeah, there, there's a colonel, uh, like, there's a colonel psychologist. Nancy Saltzman's a psychiatrist. I don't know if you got that far. So there's like a kernel of it mixed in with the bullshit. So it sounds Colonel Sanders, a, a kernel of psychology. All right, mixed in with the bullshit, and uh, all of it. Like whenever he answered a question, he would just he was like the king of not answering a question. Yeah, well, he doesn't have any like. Well, the, like the secular version, I, without having seen it, but it sounds like just a non-religious or like a religious version of like uh, Tony. Robbins, that's Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's, how, like, it's so not even that, like frame like a religion. That, that thing is already kind of culty, and people buy in deep, and there isn't the extra weird level to it. So just sprinkling in the sense of belonging that comes with it would be. Well, even the more weird compelling. thing is that he keeps talking about it in terms of computer code. He's like, "Well, this is just I'm just telling you about computer code, and this is just science. This is just science." And he keeps saying it over and over again. He talks about fractals and. You know, half of the time, the people, I imagine, they just, they build him up as this guy with the highest IQ. This is what they build him oh, up yeah, as, the yeah. highest IQ in the world. Yeah, He's the guy, a, um, at the first of it, like, the, the main character, for lack of a better term, the guy that made that science documentary, What the Fuck Do We Know? Like, he introduces him as, you, do you want to meet the smartest man in the world? Yeah, I mean, why? Uh, immediately someone says that. I don't know. Maybe it's just the. Co- I'm not well, saying. I think to some people, and it's just like bad schooling. But the concept of science is just a black box for a lot of. <laughs> it's people. not back schooling it's, though. It's some, They're not it's something dumb. nobody understands. What like science is just? It's either something that like oh those coastal elites they just throw it out or it's somebody who's just like I don't understand any of this but that's the expert and that's what's. This guy's wearing yeah. a lab coat, so this is science. They don't actually understand it, though. They just understand that science as a thing is something with some built-in legitimacy without actually knowing how how it works or any of that But stuff. even the idea of... The... Like, dumb people yeah, can if always you, say, if you can, but they're not dumb listen to the science. If yeah. you can throw in a few scientific terms and with your bullshit, that... Yeah can legitimize you to someone who isn't looking below the surface. Yeah, like I... I and that's watched, exactly uh, what that guy was doing. I, I When when I was full-on Jesus, so not that it was hardcore, but I remember, like, Jesus at the same time, like, taking physics in university, and I used to look up, like, the physics of creationism on YouTube, and I could... <laughs> I could... I, I... Even my not-even-finished bachelor level of science education that I had, I was like, this doesn't make any sense, but, like, I watched a lecture of a guy who was a physicist giving a lecture on how, like, the timeline of... of, like, the creation story makes sense with 
science because it was at the beginning of like wait a minute i'm learning about science now and this doesn't it, it was conflicting with the religion that was already there so i was trying to find a way to marry the two of them it it didn't work but like it's it's not far off but like this guy was ex- giving like sciencey sounding answers for how like each of the six days that it took god to create the earth how that corresponds if he used like these formulas and you look at it this way like the day one would be like this period of you know geology that science accounts for and day two you know it's actually this many years later and that corresponds with this like period of and it just it just uses a bunch of bullshit but it uses sciencey words so it sounds impressive if you don't if you don't follow the argument at all, you don't know if it makes any sense or not. But they do, though. That, that's the strange thing <coughs> is that they, you know, one of the guys is the making who's making the film. Yeah, Because it's a film within, it's a movie within the movie. It's like an inception. So the guy is making a movie. Yeah. So he finds out about all of this sort of weird stuff. The way you watch the documentary is through the eyes of a guy who was a filmmaker who was inside the cult. And he... Finds out all of so this weird Witch. stuff. Yeah, it's the Blair Witch. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end with them standing in the corner and staring at nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Keith Raniere, like, I don't know. Good. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the tires fell off that. <laughs> it had no tires. Yeah. I brought that out. You thought car- you were in a you thought you were in a Porsche and then realized that you were in the Flintstones those rims car. Those were sparking already. <laughs> Some someone just put balloons around those rims. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't even remember. They can't all be. They can't oh, yeah. all be blackface off, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they all, um, like the guy finds out about all of the weird stuff that's going on in the cult, basically by because the cult, the guy Keith Raniere, he's got such a sort of, you know, sort of messiah complex. He just allows this guy to keep talking to him about yeah, they what's get a going lot on, of and access. they have a conversation. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I found kind of confusing when you go later on into it as well. Although you do start to get a little bit less, but they got a lot of access to the Nexium materials. I don't know if that got released because of the court case or they just had them lying around. They got a lot of recorded conversations. But well, all I'm getting right now is that I could become a member of a cult. Very like if 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 it would if this guy would have caught me, you know, at a certain point in my life and talk, looked me in the eyes and be like you are good at sex and your penis is not small and you're actually funny. Uh, and yeah, you're not I'll that believe short. whatever fucking thing you want yeah, me to I believe, I will 100%. Sir. Here, have $75,000. Yeah, here, take all of my money. <laughs> yeah. I totally believe it, you know. Like, <laughs> I remember, I was like, <laughs> this is humiliating. Um, so I was having sex recently, like, mm-hmm. you know, the last five, six, seven years, you know, recently. And, uh, after we were done so you know we were like you know i gave her a solid like solid like marathon session of like 45 seconds <laughs> max you know oh she was like sweating and shit she's like oh my god this was crazy i can't have sex for so long my god your penises are completely and so she says to me <laughs> She says to me, this is what she said. So we're just sitting so this in bed. bitch is all bow-legged and shit. Yeah. <laughs> she says to me, yeah, she's all fucked right up, open. fucked up, man. So she says to me, she says. With that bitch like a log. And while it was wheelchair-chairing her back out to her car, she says. <laughs> yeah. Legs are all just. So she says, 
I don't know if I'll ever walk again. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the greatest 15 seconds of my life. <laughs> 15 seconds of missionary in my life. She just Worth looks like... Spinal injuries. <laughs> she just looks like Walter White's son. <laughs> That's right. She's like... Fucking MS. You, do you got my MS all of a sudden? You're going to make me b- b- breakfast? <laughs> How did you get sclerosis? We just had sex. Um, <laughs> That's the secret to my success. <laughs> oh, man. He fucked her retarded is what happened. <laughs> so, he, yeah. so she says to me, she's like, uh, this is a hilarious. She's like, uh, you know, we're just in bed and we're talking and then she's like, just happened to casually mention, she's like, uh, yeah. She's like, I don't know why guys have this thing about uh, penis size and everything. I was like, yeah, I don't know why. She's like, I, you know, I was sleeping with a guy. I just slept with him once and, you know, I stopped because his penis was too large. And I was like, well, we've had sex a couple of times. So what are you saying? I mean, I appreciate the repeatedness. I, I, I see but, what you're taking from it, but and that's all. I don't know. To have a tiny little micro dick. Sometimes. I mean, what? I I fucking kicked her out of the apartment immediately. And and um, then when you invited her back, she asked if you were gay. Yeah, she's like, "Are you gay?" <laughs> Um, I know what you're taking. It's the worst way to find out that you have a tiny penis. I know what you're taking from this, and I'm delighting in it. But at the same time, I'm gonna offer you something here that maybe will, might boost your self-esteem. Shut the fuck up, John. Brian <laughs> has just whipped out his own penis. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Oh, there it is. Enjoy, hark. Yeah. Uh, but the angels sing. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to the newborn yeah, some people bring frankincense, some myrrh. I just whip out my cock. Yeah, and then, and then just binoculars so that they your can... Your cock... Like a jeweler's. Your cock is the cock that Goldilocks picked. What if you were just right? Hmm. Yeah, and Did you know. think of that? Yeah. No. No. I mean, she's, that's she's not... She's a lying whore and I threw her out the window. I mean, that's not it. Your cock is too small, but at I the mean, same time... Like, what a horrible way to find out that you have a tiny penis. I mean, honestly... What a way! What a uh, although what actually, a to, yeah, looking at another way. Oh yeah, no, other guys are just too big. But yeah. with you, <laughs> shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh, that's too okay. huge. Yeah, this problem. That she likes how tiny and microscopic shut your penis. Shut the fuck uh, up! I don't want to have sex for more than forty-five seconds. What am I? A machine? <laughs> it's gross. Oh, gross! You know, I got shit to they do. They don't. They don't want to be filled up. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be covered in cum. A little puddle's fine. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to fucking Nexium, that Nexium documentary. <laughs> Speaking of Keith Raniere. Speaking of, yeah. It's amazing that you see so many people sort of give in, like, so easily, man. It's, uh, and they're not, they're not dumb. I don't think that you can't even say that these people are dumb. It's just that there is a... I don't know, man. It's like a. It sounds really th- gay to think, say it, like purpose or you, sort of. When you find life. a way to just turn off all of the things that you're worried about, it turns off so your common sense kind of along with it. So if they go in and they're just stressed about their life and they don't know what to do, it's. I, f- I feel like it's easy just to kind of jump on that ride and just not have to worry about it anymore yeah, and you... do assume, okay, this is how the world works you find community yeah you don't really you don't need to think about it as much there's a bunch of people around you and they all seem happy and you just kind of go along yeah there's still people like he got he just got sentenced to a 120 year sentence and there and there's still people like in the court what is the actual crime is there 
some sort of fraud. He, he was he, charged. Like, steal people. He was money? charged with uh, like like sex trafficking. Okay. Well, what? Where does <laughs> oh, okay. the sex trafficking come into this whole thing? We've had Tony Robbins so, so far. I don't knows. know how the sex comes in. It, it has to do with uh, the whole secret society thing and the branding and. They have this whole, uh, I, I think it's called DOS, Dominus. That's a weird thing. He's using yeah. DOS. He's using computer technology. Like, he's using computer terminology. How did I not fucking make that connection? <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's got the secret society called DOS start, started supposedly by Smallville's Allison Mack. He's using what you what you what he's doing, like, you know, with that part where he's showing that, that white paper and he's showing all of the, yeah. you know, the circle. That's a flow chart. That's what yeah. you would do in, fro- in programming. Yeah, and actually that's... he used to run, like, a multi-level marketing campaign before he ran Nexium. But that's like a That's exactly what that chart. is. Yeah. yeah. So that's like... Even Master idea. Slave is... Um, yeah, that's a... That, yeah, people think that, that the Master Slave thing is a... Um, the way it, things should be. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, but, he, but it's a yeah, it's a computer, it's an IT thing. Yeah, like what? And it, he's like a tech guy. He's it, like, I, I think w- I think masters and slaves existed before computer programs. It, it works like it works like selling Avon. Like he's at the top, he's yeah. the grandmaster. He's got everyone underneath him. That one person underneath him is the master. They it's have like a, their it's own a slaves. Scheme. Yeah, it's a, it's a sex pyramid scheme that all eventually leads to sitting on Keith Raniere's dick. Yeah, he must have a hog. God. I mean, not that size, ma- not that size so. matters. Is or that why I had to eat out that Avon lady? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. And I um, still didn't sell enough hand cream. Um, but yeah, it could happen to any of us. Uh, <laughs> Eating paper. <laughs> <laughs> just a flashback. You know, just before I get... <laughs> before I could look at my bookshelf and be proud. <laughs> I just remember to... You know, just a young R of just, just be, mm, I wonder what this paper. My strange paper... addiction. <laughs> you just come to, like, sitting in an empty middle school, like, volleyball arena, just eating a piece of paper towel, watching this guy play volleyball. Did your turds come out like paper mache? <laughs> <laughs> they're all origami. They come out like a crane. <laughs> they go rocket. They're a little frog. my ass. Yeah, a swan. Oh, look, I made a cup. That's right. <laughs> Um, pooping out hornet's nests. <laughs> He's hanging them up on the ceiling. <laughs> like a little mobile. <laughs> a little shit mobile. Just every, every time I take a swan shit, I hang it up to honor the dead. <laughs> um, yeah. That was... Uh, yeah. It could happen to any of us, I suppose. Yeah. I guess I just... Well, well, I just some luck. I guess. I mean, but it could still happen. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's the same way that you describe like modern wokeism, right? Like it's people looking for a sense of community, finding it, and then they buy in. Like the same with any organized religion. Yeah, man. And because it's not because you, you, because I'm wrong that I think that just like I used to think, or at least until like last week, I was like, if you just read it, these people are just not reading it. You know, they're just not reading the things that people yeah. are saying. And so that's why they are sort of throwing themselves into this. Well, this one's stuff. a little bit more insidious, too, in that it doesn't present itself as a religion. It presents itself as like a, a system of like logic technologies. Yeah, 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 yeah. They call it, they call it, but yeah, we have to use this new technology. And the technology is, of course, this sort of wacky. It's not yeah. really wacky, but, you know, there are some sort of. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's like a little behind. It's DOS, but. <laughs> No, yeah, but they call it they, within it. There are sort of techniques with that they're using of like mindfulness and and 
principles of stoicism which really you don't really need to go to a place to figure out i mean those things yeah. are readily readily available you all you need is an app and a library yeah membership like if um, if this didn't turn out to be this insidious like cover for like a, a like a sex trafficking ring uh, these are things that probably you could have put in practice and actually use them to better your life it's it's insidious like you said like you just go find an app you can read a book about it instead of paying seven thousand dollars for like crazy a man course. i don't even understand how they have that much time to like how how are they making all of this money well to, that, to, that's to a part of it into this like you remember that episode with uh what's her face from like ali mac and uh, not ali mac but the one that got out the blonde the australian yeah yeah, yeah. and she's like the star wars lady yeah and she's describing her schedule yeah. Like basically between oh, yeah. like having to volunteer for them for free, teach yoga, do work, eat about so on and so forth, she got like 2 hours sleep a night and that is like a a technique to brainwash. Right. Like you deprive of sleep, you keep the pressure up. Anytime one of them has any kind of a questioning thought, they're told that like that's on them and that they're failing something. They're not allowed to be comfortable because comfort is the enemy in some way. Like yeah, they're not. Don't trust your instincts because your instincts are lying to you. Which is, I mean, like partially the yeah, that's how they partial work. truth. In Christianity, but... the instinct is lying to you. It's just that's the devil tempting you, putting yeah. all these yeah. questions in your head. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's very much engineered to brainwash people and into to to push those it. feelings away and deny or completely ignore them is a victory over the devil. They also got legitimized in that um, the Dalai Lama ends up like. Going yeah, I don't even that. understand why he ends up over there, and he, you you almost sort of lose sort of a little bit of respect for the Dalai Lama who just sort of legitimizes. But then there are other things that. I, you ever heard about that Theranos? Do you know what Theranos was? No. So Theranos was, there was this documentary made about this sort of, essentially it was a giant pyramid scheme. It comes out of Silicon Valley again, where this lady, uh, she billed herself as the next uh, Steve Jobs. She would he, she dressed exactly like him too. Uh, Just turtlenecks and... Black turtlenecks. She was a blonde lady with like, and what she did is that she said, she sold uh, all of these, like Barack Obama and all of these people got a whole bunch of government funding on this technology, on the supposed technology of this one box that was going to, uh, you know, revolutionize healthcare because it would be, basically you would just give, uh, put your finger into this box and it would tell you, it would conduct all of these tests, supposedly, right? So now, she sold them on a magic box. Basically, she that sold is... all of these people. Like, remember, this is a lot of the government, a lot, lot of money Silicon, and the technology didn't exist. Not only did it not exist, it couldn't. The when they talked to the people who uh, she was supposedly in talks with about whether or not uh, about how to build this box, they said that not only could the technology does the technology not exist, it could never possibly exist <laughs> with the current laws of science. Well, that's the, that's the same thing. They keep trying to, every now and then, revive that uh, that missile defense thing, which, based on physics, is near impossible. Like, you can't train like The Star something. Wars program? Yeah, to, to shoot something out of the sky, there's just so many variables that you just... The computing power doesn't exist to predict 
where a missile is going to be at any given moment with enough certainty to shoot it out of the sky. I, I do love the... the it's, I- it's like like somebody shoots a bullet at you and you like fire back and like cl- clang bullets. <laughs> Oh, you're looking at bullet catch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I do like the idea of uh, Barack Obama, like, pivoting Obamacare towards a magic box. But, well, that's when it was but, coming. But like, if, if, you, if you've got, if, you've, if you're a politician, that's a win-win situation. Even if it's bullshit, you just get to be like, oh, well, this person conned me. Whatever. But if somehow this ends up being the magic miracle box, then you get to be the guy that gave the go-ahead on this thing that would change society forever there's no downside to being wrong though when you're a but politician her entire thing was she just presented a very sort of silicon and this guy and if you like you should watch that theranos talk it's an hbo documentary i think it's called something about blood or something like that i know crazy blood or something like that uh that she presents it in the same way that this guy keith ranieri does in this very sort of clean sort of MacBook, uh, you know, Silicon Valley. Oh, she like do the Steve Jobs thing where she like walks out on stage and like tense her fingers and she's like, imagine, if you will, a box. She did a TED Talk, just like the guy in the Nexium thing. He did a TED Talk. What is a box? That's right. Those old beige microphones. It's 100%, yeah. It's a cube that has walls all around it. And that's not to say that everything in the TED Talk is fucking complete bullshit. It's just that there is, I'm a, like, I wonder at what point in my life, like, my brain will just never, like, but the bullshit alarm just, will never go we've off. We've been trained our whole lives to just trust authority. So if somebody can make themselves look like an authority figure, whether it's a religious thing or a science thing or or anything else, they're, they're kind of above a certain level of uh, skepticism where you just were like, well, I... This person's smarter than me, so I'm just going to take their word for it. What if uh, the TED Talk, word for word, was just the J.J. Abrams mad, uh, mystery box TED Talk and nobody noticed? What do you mean? J.J. Abrams came out and he did a TED Talk about how he builds like his all his stories on like this mystery box. Like There's always a mystery that's central to every one of his movies that you're not going to get clued in on until the end of the movie. Okay. And you just all like it's the it's same like way that starting like, with a mystery and then figuring out the explanation as you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Where like Lost would be the example where you want to think that there's some master plan and that the answer exists and it's just being slowly revealed. But the reality is they're like, uh, we're on an island. Yeah. And then you just kind of But they're just making it up, as, it up as we go. Hey, there's along. a hatch. Right. Yeah, yeah, they introduce the hatch before they have any idea what's inside the hatch. Sure. Yeah, and then when they get or in the hatch... As a viewer, you want to believe, like, if, the hatch yeah. has always been there. The yeah. characters are just discovering it now. Yeah. Um, anyway, I... I uh... I can cons- I worry about that. Where 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 you'll where you'll suddenly have like at what point in your life you're gonna do the like you're gonna be have the derangement about something. Well, we'll I'm, always, I'm sure it's gonna we'll happen. Always be I'm sure. Here to shame maybe you comedy is a derangement. You know. Yeah, that's, there's no maybe about it. But there's someone coming across going, "What is a joke? Have you ever deconstructed a joke? It's a series <laughs> yeah. of words. We it's lose money, but we we there's no real nobody's asking us to." resources are, into it are we losing no, I mean, money or are we comedy, paying out well it, it i guess in, in some places there's more like some of the 
people like on the way up one of the ways to get your break which is horseshit is there are people that you know charge money to submit to be in this festival or something and that's a big racket which which is kind of like a similar kind of scheme you just find a bunch of desperate comedians looking for their break we're like oh well cost you five hundred dollars to submit your tape to be in the blah 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 comedy that's the same festival. way uh, clubs con young comics into doing guest spots for no pay too right yeah that's at least a little bit some i don't that is like a cost savings measure but that is it's mutually still... beneficial at least if it if but there are a lot of festivals that are set up just to collect fees and it's like those things like back in the 80s where there'd always be commercials where like you can submit your poetry and we'll put it in this book and we'll sell you the book I did and that you get once. you get to call yourself a published author <laughs> I, I literally did that once. I just had a fucking flashback of that. A poem? I, I, yeah, I, I submitted a poem when I was a teenager. For the life of me, I'll never Hell remember yes. which one it is. To one of those things where what, I would become where is a the published. Poem? You must have a hardcover book. Come on. Oh, it, it, somewhere there's a duo tang at my old house that has it, I'm sure. If I can find it, I will bring it and I will You emailed it? it? No, I, I, this was back when you would actually send it in oh, letter form. Oh, you mailed form. it in. Yeah. Okay. I, I sent it in in letter form. And uh, I never got whatever. What was whatever. the poem about? I don't fucking remember. Liar. I wish I could. All my poems are on fucking sad today. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, oh, dr- oh, I'm right. drowning in my tears. Yeah. Tears follow me from me like Our rain. Is closed again. <laughs> Where's my male penning? <laughs> <laughs> He's been waiting for that line since he was 13. <laughs> What about a short that, That's how I timestamped it. That's why no one can steal it from me. Yeah, you, it's so published. you submitted to a journal of poetry and slap a date on there. That's uh, copyright. Our our next letter is from a B. Godso in uh, S. T. Steven in. Uh, well, it's written in crayon. It's just, uh, just where's it, my shortened squats over and over again. It just it reads like um, red in crayon. What kind of a man has a forty-eight inch waist 35. and thirty-inch legs? A man of those proportions would fold in on himself this like is, a black hole. This isn't even poetry. I don't even know whether it's haiku. It's just written in crayon I, on a... Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have to throw that in the retard pile. <laughs> but, like, it's a, it's, it's a good scheme. If you put on a comedy festival that has any air of legitimacy and get hundreds of comedians to submit to this thing and pay you money just to consider them, and you've already got enough money to pay for the whole thing just pick the least bad dozen people and put on a comedy festival you don't even need to sell tickets you can just pack the room with people and you collect all those fees i think that's a pretty common thing the yuck yucks guest spot is i i can understand why it's a but it's something that you know, if they had to pay for it, they just wouldn't allow yeah, it like to I, exist at all. I, I'm, I'm making it sound like I'm pissing all over it when I did it all the time. But at the same time, like, a, you know, you do you do have the potential of getting opportunities out of it. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I don't think anybody should should have should have been necessarily getting paid for those guest spots. I, I think there's there's something to well, I wasn't yeah. talking about yuck yucks, anyways, okay. specifically. That's kind of its own thing, but. So anyway, we are in a cult, and uh, 
Yes. I was but, just thinking but, of like uh, Robert Frost uh, as a stand-up comic instead of a, a poet, just like, I've got miles to go before I sleep. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> extend, extend beyond the flashing of the light. <laughs> That's our episode title. That's amazing. Boring. Right. Uh, right on the money. All right. That was great. What do we have? You have shows on... Write no jokes barred this Saturday, the 14th at McGill's. Uh, I'm going to be opening for Colin Howard. Jost? Oh. Uh, with Nathan Dimitrov and Mike Hammond at Punchlines. Is that next weekend? Or? 20 and 21. No. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Looking John forward to it. That's right. Always. Always moving forward with the laugh. Johnforward.com. Yeah. That's a thing that gets updated once a year. <laughs> <laughs> when can I buy my John Forward Radio uh, mug? What about uh, shower that curtains? Can, that can happen right now on tpublic.com. <laughs> I don't have one. But John, how available. much are those masks for No Joke Spired? Uh, the one I got, I think it was like $11 American. Ugh. <laughs> the site goes on sale like three times a month for like four days at a time. It'll be 35% off. You can bootleg one, though, if you really want to. That's fine. All right. Thank you for giving me and our audience permission to yep. do that. Uh, I don't believe in intellectual property, so have at it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. This was a fun one. It was. It's a very somber ending. I know. <laughs> All right. Yay. Oh, God.